The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. the show you're listening to rail of sports on the voice america network i'm in phoenix living like it matters and of course uh what matters to me i'm gonna tell you what matters to me i i just i have to go there uh i have to go there for for a couple minutes don't have all the details heard a little bit of it uh expect to get more and to be able to say more when i have some facts in place but rutgers university come on come on man Get your stuff together. What happened? You're, you're, you're a university. That's my man Doug Magden joined the show with me. Of course, he was uh, what's up, right? Um, expecting to be in last week, a couple things happened, and uh, I was actually, uh, you know, out showing my support for Donald Sterling last week. So I'm sorry I couldn't be here, but I had bigger fish to fry. Such that guy as, is getting such, railroaded, such as expected. From guy is getting railroaded. Skip Bayless over there. But, uh, <laughs> Skip wouldn't even take that. Uh, shout out to my man Skip. I mean that by no respect. Skip is was right on with everybody else and. Just saying, there's no place for the type of. Uh, oh, it goes uh, without saying. Obviously, yeah, I couldn't yeah. be joking. More, we know that, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. But 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 you did this whole thing about records. What's his um, records? I don't even well, know the story. Uh, well, I, I thought you were going to talk about Mark Jackson. Well, you know, Mark, Mark Jackson. We're talk, to, well, yeah. well, it, it, is, is it is it? It's done. It's done. I just got the it's te- done. the text. Yeah, alerts, and that, yeah. you know. So, but that, but that's, but that's, it's going to be second nature to me. But that's that's right up there. But the fact of the matter is, it's like this, Rutgers had a situation where it was graduation time. Okay. And oh, so their, their guest yeah, speaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Condoleezza Rice. Yeah, well, yeah. Condoleezza Rice is out. I know. But then they chose to go with the young man who's been paralyzed. Oh, Eric Legrand. Offered Eric the, the opportunity. Oh, I didn't know this. Yeah, offered it, and he accepted it. Okay. He was preparing for it. Uh-huh. They called him and told him, ah. Not so much. Not, yeah, somebody, we got somebody else. Why? Why, he did not say why. But I don't even think they gave him a why. Okay, was it was it Rutgers that didn't want to go with Condi? Is that the same story? That's exact same okay. story. Yeah, yeah. So in yeah. lieu of Condi, and they, I think the students rebelled against Condi. Students didn't necessarily want Condi, but students and everybody in the world wanted my man there. If you could, I mean, I, I think that's just ridiculous. Okay. Best PR for you ever happened to you. You don't want that kind of PR. Well, I think the but, Condoleezza but the Rice thing was embr- a ridiculous well, thing. Well, I mean, the, well, hold the whole thing with, with Condoleezza Rice. That, that's that's some politics. But how can you with this thing here? How can you not embrace this man? She was the provost at, at Stanford. Okay. Again, she's qualified to do the job, but the students rebel from what I, from what I get. I, I don't know the facts. I'm not on her politics, yeah. but I mean, if I was, uh, I'll tell you who spoke at my uh, commencement was uh, General Shelley Kashavili, who was the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, Joint Chiefs of Staff. He was the chair, which is the, the head general of all the generals, right? He's the head of the Joint Chiefs, right? His kid was in my graduation class at Washington State University. I didn't even know it. Wouldn't and that have then, been Colin Powell at the time? No, no, that was uh, Shelly Kashivili. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. And um, uh, he, uh, I, mean, I, I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Now, I, setting aside his politics, 
that's a that's a baller. Yeah, oh, well, you know, Condoleezza Rice. Setting aside your politics, she's a baller. Well, again, and she has life insight. What What you want to do is you want to qualify a person by their achievements in life, and yeah. And how they got there, what, what was the circumstance they were faced with, and, and yeah, you know, if you don't look at her, you just read it on right. paper, there's no doubt she's, she's qualified. Well, I mean, and, but, Rumsfeld but, but, but Eric, I would rebel against, well, you know, Andrew Card or Bremer or Wolfowitz or any of those guys who are part of that cadre of warmongers, I would, I would as a student, I would have a problem with. But Condoleezza Rice, come on, man, she's a stud. She's well, a black woman who was the secretary of state that's a lot right there how much has she exceeded it, expectations again, coming up again you know? it, 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 it was awesome. politically driven i can't see i don't where, like her politics I don't, again but i can't see and in, 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 when you look at eric it's like really what happened with eric legrand well uh, they just decided to go with somebody else well, they, 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 a governor a former governor of the state of new jersey they can't do that. They, I know they can't do that, but but it's too late. I mean, not only that, but emotionally. Imagine what you did to this kid. Emotion. I mean, for what I and I Why did and I, and I did not see it, but I understand that. I think it was the ESPYS. He just knocked the ball oh, yeah. out the park. Oh, he was great. Knocked the ball out the park. Yeah. And then acknowledge the fact that once he did, because he said he is going to walk again. That when he does walk again, what he wants to do, he wants to go to the football field at Rutgers University on the exact same spot where he was paralyzed. He wants to lay down, get up, and walk off. Come on, man. That's a story. Come on. Really? I mean, why? I don't know. I don't know. I, mean, I, I don't know that you know, story. Maybe, I'm sorry, but, but I didn't know. Yeah, but, I, I, but I so, like so that's know. what matters to me today is that I think that sometimes uh, there and think and just think of the adversity of the fact that this man is still willing to to show his face in, in, in public uh, to, to be faced with what he's faced with and still get up every day with a smile on his face, because I think he realizes that sometimes what can happen is that. And there are some people who feel as if maybe I would have wanted to go and said, but but a, but a broken neck, you can end up dying many times too. Well, they do. Yeah, that, that's it. Up, when we were kids, we always thought people with broken necks die. We never heard of anybody with a broken neck living when I was a kid. And even now that when they do live, though, uh, their life expectancy is significantly reduced. reduced. I mean, yes. look at Christopher Reeve. Yes, Christopher Reeve would still be with us today if he had not had, had a broken. That's had exactly been right. In a chair. That's I, right. My, uh, and what was exactly was that on? Was that on horse set? Racing accident. Oh, he, he was thrown. He was thrown, or he uh, the horse. Yeah, he, he came off the horse, and I don't know exactly yeah, how yeah, it happened, but it was yeah. a horse thing. Wow. Yeah, he was riding horses, horse riding, snow skiing, you know, boating. Oh, I've been in some I, big I, ones. Yeah, uh, I've been in some big ones. I hit a telephone pole at sixty-five miles an hour dead center and walked away. Telephone pole been, doing what? Uh, driving. I was. I, I hit it dead center. I fell asleep at the wheel and walked away by the grace of God. I've been in terrible accidents and stuff. I've been in two football injuries that have scar tissue up and down my my back that is pretty uh, uh, noticeable. It's crazy, mm. and I've been very very like I put my head down both times mm. and bad. And well, I, I, I so I'm I, very very blessed. I, I know exactly. I, I too sit right here as one that I know that there are many people who are faced with the same thing I was faced with who are not here today to tell the story. I had that football injury on the football field where my neck, I was paralyzed. The last game I played in, I was temporarily paralyzed for fractions of, of a second. Right. But, it, you know, but. You got the numb, the I tingle could, in oh, the, I, oh, oh, no, I, no, I yeah. went limp. My body went oh, limp. Wow. I, yeah, I could show you on film. My body went limp. And then right. not only that, uh, this coming up anniversary, I, this will be my uh, 14th anniversary of my 
first time that I was struck by lightning. Of course, you know I've been struck by lightning twice. No, what are you talking so, about? Wait no, a second. I'm looking at this just, right now, Ray. I don't know if you want to get off this. I'm looking at a story that says Eric Legrand to address grads after all. Yeah, so it, maybe they reversed So, so after all, but okay, they, okay, they could have this reversed is, uh, it again. Today I, at 1224 Mountain, so that's two hours ago. Uh, they retract. Eric will speak at the commencement this month after all, according to university presence, such and such, what and what. So after all. It looks like they uh, came back and, and pulled did their the heads right out thing. of there. You yeah, know what? It's you know, just yeah. like, okay, why go through the embarrassment? You know, why even you know, put the university or the individual, why, why could you put him, how could you put him through that to get him all prepared for such a, you know, uh, grand time and then I was setting something like that happen. So anyway, here's the, here's the bottom line. Yeah, they pulled their heads it's out. It's not a matter of Who's right? Social media re- reacted pretty strongly. It's what's right. right. They did the right it's, thing. It's, that's just do the right thing. That's okay. You, he was a terrible accident. That's He's exactly a national right. figure. That's He's exactly a, right. an inspirational story. What do you want? What's You're right. going to get Condoleezza Rice out of there. That's a whole different yeah. conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But. but she was the first choice, I think. I she think she was. was the first yeah. choice, and they rejected that first choice. And she it could, pulled out. And again, mm-hmm. you know, she pulled out because, again, I think it was Student some backlash. Yeah, regarding right, the Iraq right. war. So you, you don't want all that. But but g- good to see they did the right thing. Boy, she's so going to be stained with that for yeah, life. Yeah, well, let's, let's, so let's move Colin. on. Yeah, moving on. Well, yeah. Mark Jackson. What? I love Mark Jackson. What's the justification in that? There's got to be a story there. I actually have a couple of buddies in that market. I'm going to hit up and, and see what the real juice is because he fired two of his assistant coaches during the season, which is extremely uncommon. One was for a guy apparently recording all their their meetings and conversations uh, unbeknownst to them. And the other was for, um, I think it was Matt. Um, no, it was uh, Brian Scalabrini. Mm-hmm. Apparently was undermining him mm-hmm. and blew him out. So there was dissension in the ranks. No one in that market, though, who knows him understands why you wouldn't want Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson is awesome. The bottom All the players want Mark Jackson. That's there. the bottom line. Steph Curry said you can't believe that's even a question. So now you're pissing off your best player. That's exactly right. What are you doing? And so now the chemistry of the team is now you, you're going to force somebody in there who basically is going to have to come into the team. And it has to, first of all, has to find a way to win them over. Yeah. You know, so there's no doubt about it. You're, you're not who we want. You're not the reason we came to this team. We weren't losing. Right. And so we needed to have a new coach. We going, were, I mean, you're on a trajectory here, right? Yeah. I that, mean, what are you doing? No, no doubt about it. Yeah, no, one, you, you know it better than yeah. most. I mean, even, I mean, football, you can get away with certain people that don't get along. Right. There's so many people in that locker room. Fifty three people are not going to all be brothers. But in basketball, chemistry is king. Extremely. It's extremely important. It's extremely important. And, and we're going to get to some of that because there's another team out there right now that I'm not sure the chemistry is is quite right. Indiana. No. Well, Indiana. So maybe there's two. Because I think what OKC is a, is a problem with chemistry as well, you know. But you, you got two male alphas, you know, alpha males there. You know, it's like, ooh. Congratulations you know? to yeah. the Seattle Supersonics, Kevin Durant. For winning the MVP today, he got it over Braun. Don't know if you saw that. Seattle Supersonics. Oh, they're they're not up there anymore. No. Oh no. You see the hat I'm no. rocking, right? Right, 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 my, right. My, Seattle, right. Yeah, my Mitchell and Ness <laughs> Sonics hat, right? Well, I mean, come on, man, you got to hey. get over it, man. No, it's like okay, it's like no, I know. Well, that's why I like that's why I like the Baltimore. Why do I have to that's get why over? I like the Baltimore Ravens too. Cleveland Browns have won a Super Bowl. I'm not. Don't tell me. Cleveland, got, Browns, have, Cleveland yeah. Browns have won a Super Bowl. Then right. Oh well, yeah, too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. How much is that shit? Uh, oh. a, a bad situation. How yeah. bump, that's a ba- that's a bad deal. You're you're Cleveland. You stink. You have a little bit of you a stink. run. 
You don't well, stink. Like, you no, you 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 have you stink, and then you get really good. No, and Cle- then no. you fall off, and then they give the team away, and they win two championships, and now you stink again. No, Cleveland. Well, was, Cleveland was like this. I mean, well, it's good, a roller coaster. Bad. But remember, like but but if you go but, back to the sixties, maybe they were bad, and then and then you come back to the seventies. Marion Motley they days, were okay. they were even better. I'm yeah, saying they okay. were bomb, and so, then the boom, no, and no, then boom. You know, a little bit. I have to give them credit. Cleveland has always been a very competitive football oh, no, team. I like Cleveland. They just couldn't win a championship. I'm saying like baseball, same way, and just then they give the team away and two championships i'd be yeah. mad yeah what you know two, what. yeah those two championship teams well, that's yeah, why yeah. i gotta be honest as much as it seems like a small thing i'm not gonna get over it and i'm rooting against okc because that's my squad kevin durant was our player i was there when we drafted him that's bs well you, it's like this it's bs I think there's a, there's a point in time where you almost have to get over it. The team's gone now. Never forget. You, you, you got the Never team's forget. gone now. Now you got to embrace. You got to embrace another team. Right, well, when we get another team, it'll be a step in the right direction. But we want Durant. No matter what happens, when we get a team, we get Durant. You, no, you don't want him. It could but be. You don't know how many years it could be. I just want him. And first of all, you know, let, let's talk about Kevin Durant, if you will. Yeah. You know. It looks like Kevin Durant here. We may have to take a commercial break here. Why? I think. Do we a have to. I mean, yeah. just run it. Okay, Let's we'll go. run with it. And we'll run get to yeah. next time. I always have a problem uh-huh. with when with giving away the uh, the coach of the year and and the MVP. You know, in the middle of the playoffs. I agree with everything you just said. Isn't there something wrong it's with just that? Kinda, it's a weird distraction. I mean, but here it is. You what they should tonight's going to be. Real- they should do it before the first playoff game starts if they're going to make it based on the regular season. Then they should tally those votes, and and you know what I'm saying. So, but so, so, do so it at so, the end of the first round. Should it be a ceremony uh, during a game? Yeah. Why? Well, is why it, not? They're, they're it doesn't the, have to. It's not about the ceremony. It's about the timing because the MVP it, but, is a regular season but it, award. But it's the it's the end of it's an individual award. These are individual awards, and you're playing a team. You're getting ready for a team game. Well, who wouldn't want to clap for their homie if they're in the playoffs? You're going to have a little get down. Yeah, but suppose your homie's not coming through. After all, you said he's unreliable. It's the first game. I'm saying that's but, where they're but messing you've it up. Called, you've already called him unreliable. And now no, you get nice MVP. And my example, Ray, no, they wouldn't have because that was after like game five. What I'm saying is they shouldn't be doing it in the middle of the playoffs. I agree with that entirely. Bust those votes out. What takes so long? I mean, dude, this is the interweb. You can just vote. You know what I mean? Like they don't need to uh, have this big uh, tallying of the votes. Everyone knows their pick. After the 82nd game, send me your email, voters of the, I don't know, was the Basketball Writers Association, right? Uh- Okay, let's, you know, I don't and, get and, it. and you bring up something that's extremely important. You says everybody already knows their vote. I, so it just so happened this particular time, I think he got, of, of 125, he got 120 votes. 116 or something. Or something like that. Yeah, okay, was, right. So he, maybe five like or six, six or votes. Seven the other one's probably LeBron. LeBron. They okay, they okay LeBron. now let's yeah. just say this. I think what they actually 119, do. 119, you're right. Okay, I think they actually make a case for people, I'm, I'm going to take it back to football, that's just sports. They actually make a case, whereas it's really not that important. What some people are saying is that a great player doesn't have to win championships. Well, but wait a second. We're talking about the the regular season most valuable. So you're going to go. You're going to jump on that bandwagon that Peyton Manning is the greatest regular season quarterback that ever existed. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. Putting words in whose mouth about Peyton Manning and football? I'm talking about Kevin Durant basketball. It's sports. Well, I mean, you have to make a choice. So if you're the most okay, so if you're the most valuable player, most valuable player doesn't necessarily mean you're you're a great player. Well, yeah, it does. Great players win championships, don't they? Uh, not always. Oh. Not always. So, so then, okay, then LeBron James could be the greatest player ever because he didn't have the most championships, but he's the best. No, no, I, I just, I, 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 oh, I, po- oh, I politely oh, depart oh. with you here, Ray. I don't oh. think that you can hold, especially in a team sport like football, 
Um, you know, they're I, all team sports except boxing. Maybe if you want to track, maybe. But even if it's a relay, maybe you know. Instead, you I'm got trainers and everybody else. Great players don't always win championships. You're, hey, how many rings you got? Well, here's what I'm saying. But only thing I'm saying, I'm, I'm, not, I'm no. But I'm, I'm not going to say that. How I'm many a guys great did player. you ball down? But here's with what I'm saying. We're great here, players here, that never that, won a championship. I am arguing that you don't have to be necessarily a Hall of Famer or a champion to be a great player. You could still be a great player and not be a Hall of Famer. We're talking about or most valuable, though. But most, if you're, vi- come on, think about it. If you're the most valuable player in the league. It's based on not the on your regular te- season. Because everybody's team has their own most valuable player. Well, you can't hold people. Listen, we're talking about the, the, the champion or the MVP for 2014 is based on the performance during the regular season of that individual as it related to their team's performance and their individual. Hello. Uh, their individual should that not translate? Should, should that not translate into wins? Okay. Should those wins not translate into championships? Well, then you can do that. Okay. But that's called the, the finals MVP. Uh, no, that's called the Eastern Conference no. Final. Okay, so you t- okay, but that's what I'm. That's my MVP point. You're making my point season. for me. The point is, can do you expect that the most valuable player could possibly be on a team be on a team that doesn't make the playoffs or even win a championship? Yes, you're saying it could. Be. I can. I absolutely wow. think so. Because if you ball down, well, you got a bunch of scrubs. Ain't your fault. When when Braun Braun was in Cleveland and carried those guys, I remember 19 points against the Detroit Pistons in the fourth quarter of that playoff game and that regular season run that he pushed. I mean, it was him and nobody. But wasn't it was Braun, the, but, but Anderson, Vergeau, and me. But weren't the pundits uh, saying stuff meets. like, uh, well, we really can't you know, classify him as great or taking him to that next elite level until he gets a ring? No, because Kobe was there. Okay. <laughs> And Tim Duncan was there. No. Okay? That's, that's who was been, winning no, out those that, MVPs. But, but that's the talk. Okay. That's always the talk. It's like, well, we can't put him in that elite status because he doesn't have any rings. Well, I think in basketball, it's a different conversation because in no, basketball. No, they're doing the same thing to Peyton Manning. They're because doing, football, what I'm saying is those are two different conversations. I think in football, you can be a great, great player and never sniff it because there's too many other factors at play. When you're in basketball, realistically, you probably got to win at some point because it's not that many individuals who are influencing an outcome that you shouldn't be able to surround yourself and bring those people up to your level. So are you saying Dan Marino, who's in the Hall of Fame? And I, I, I love Dan Marino is one of my Everybody greatest quarterbacks Dan ever. Everybody okay, Dan so, so Dan Marino is justified in being in the Hall of Fame and is justified in being in the conversation with one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. So are you saying to he me— He never won an MVP, did he? In 83, was he the MVP? He, he was a, I, 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 you know, I really don't. That was his rookie year. He may have uh-huh. been. But, but, let, but, let, but let me just ask this question then. So could Dan Marino ever be in a conversation of the greatest quarterbacks ever? Absolutely. Up against John Elway? Absolutely. Up against, you know, Fran, uh, hey, John Elway Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly went to four Super Bowl, he got a, didn't he? He got a running game and, and some defense and late in his career. John Elway kind of was along for the ride there. Tom Brady. If John Elway... Well, um, I just don't think I, I, I'm answering the question and saying I definitely think you can be one of the greatest of all time and not get a ring. Okay, so in football, so so only well, come in on, football. wait a second. Is it is it? Let's talk about sports. Basketball. Mm, at some point, you might want to get a ring. I mean, my favorite basketball player of all time is Gary Payton. I'm not saying he's the greatest, but that's my favorite player of all time. Let me just say this to you. I love Gary Payton. Let, let, let me say this about the glove. Gary Payton. The glove, if you had to take the glove and AI, who would you take? Um, I'm taking Gary Payton. Over AI? I'm taking Gary Payton. Oh, man. Well, you got to, okay, first oh, of all, man. there are two players that have ever been first team all defense in the NBA. It's uh, Michael Jordan and Gary Payton, eight years, eight years, okay? There's two. Gary Payton was the, people don't give enough attention to the fact that basketball is really an equation. How many points can you score and how much pressure can you put on their defense as opposed to how much can they score on you and how much are you stopping them? I believe 
And most Allen sports. Iverson never deed up. I believe most sports AI are contingent upon defense based championships. AI got, got used. AI got used by who? By Michael Jordan, by Isaiah Thomas, by Gary Payton, by Tony Parker. I threw his career. He was not a defensive stopper. Oh, oh I, I love I, AI. I, he's one of my favorite all time players. He, I love here, Allen. Here's what I would say to you. I, 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 I would say to I you. I love Allen Iverson. I would say to you. I don't like that choice. I would say to you I, pretty I like much, this. pretty much like. I don't like this. The question. swagger that I love AI. That that I know the swagger. But GP's my guy. The, the swagger that Larry Bird and Magic Bron- Johnson brought to the NBA that saved the NBA. Mm-hmm. I would say that AI did the same thing in terms AI. of turning the game around and and getting the attention of people. Almost like you know, uh, there's nothing I have negative to say about him. I, he didn't get used. I want to retract that a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say that. Uh, but I will say that Gary Payton's defense. He didn't get a there was a, there was a man who's a great ball player didn't get a championship. Yeah, he did. AI did not get a championship. Oh, Gary did. Gary did. Gary got one, I think. Yeah, he in Miami. Yeah, he, yeah, he was just long for the ride. Yeah, but 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 AI contributed tremendously I to this game, Alan to the Iverson. sport, to the celebrity of this but sport. But he kind of begs the question now. Can you be great? Can you win with Allen Iverson? I don't think you can win. It's changing now, but you know where I stand on Carmelo. Amazing scorer, great player, pure beautiful. I mean, the three that you would carve out of, like, you know, soapstone if you're going to, like, go out of, like, the, um, the template, right? Yes. I don't think you can win with that guy. Uh, okay. He's well, a black hole. Okay, let me ask you about Kevin. Can you win? Yes. With Kevin Durant? Absolutely. Okay, so then. Ab- and you will. So then Mark you. Mark ha- my words. So then you have, a they pro- will. you have a problem with Kevin Durant, right? You have a problem with Russell Westbrook. And that's what I was going to say. The Kevin, the Kevin Durant problem is Russell Well, Now, let me ask you this. Is, is Westbrook's. Now, here's what I believe. Chris I, Paul I, here, on that here's, team? Here, no, Chris Paul on that team? Here's what I believe. Look out. Well, here's what I believe. I believe that the problem really is, is that Westbrook is a two. Right. And not a point guard. I don't know what he is. He's a two. He's, he's not a, a point freak. guard. But, but, but here's what it is. He's a two. Monster. And he needs to have a point guard because I tell you what, if they actually had a point guard with Kevin Durant and Westbrook, I think they could win because they got a dangerous two and three. They just need a point guard who takes control of it instead of the ball being in Westbrook's hand. He's making the decisions all the time, and I, and he makes very questionable decisions. And so, would you would you think that? Uh, let's now imagine this. Imagine if they had a Chris Paul as their point guard. That's what I'm saying. I would trade Chris Paul for Michael Westbrook straight up. No, no, I mean Michael Westbrook I, I for think, Chris remember, Paul. Remember, no, remember now. Every championship, every great championship team has. Has three. I said Michael Westbrook, by the way. Did you catch yeah, you, that? Yeah, I, uh, Russell. I, I mean know. Russell. I didn't even. Michael. Shout out to Michael. Yeah, what up? Yeah, Colorado. Yeah, yeah, hey, man. Oh, <laughs> and, and Michael's got a daughter that Colorado. is killing him in track. Really? Oh, oh, my God. You'll hear about her. Kai Westbrook. Just take that note. I don't but, but, but let me just let me just say this. Imagine those three on the same team. I wouldn't like that mix. CP3? Oh, yeah, CP3. I'll tell you what. I would have traded Russell Westbrook and kept James Harden and gotten Chris Paul on that team, and I would have gone Chris Paul, James Harden, Kevin Durant, ring, ring, ring the bell. Well, see, well, one, well here's another thing. Another, can't lose. Well, here's another thing about James That's Harden. A squad. Here's another thing about James Harden. Point guard, right? He's a two. Okay, but he's a, but he's a point guard. He's a two. He, but he's really a two. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you got to have a point guard. And you know what? I'm going to tell you, in my time, some of the greatest point guards, I'm going to give it up to Magic. I'm going to give it up to James Magic. Harden is a two. I'm going to give it up to I'm James gonna give Harden up to, plays the two. Yeah, but yeah, but he but sometimes and many Houston, times late, late late in the game he takes over and he's the one. The ball's in his hand. It does hand. happen, but he is a two. But but late in the game they put the ball in his hand. But 
He's a two. Oh, okay. He's he, that's what I'm saying. Right. These are ones. It doesn't matter. But you're right. He does kind of yeah yeah. Right, okay. Right. Magic is always a one. The ball's always well, Isaiah. Magic. I mean, Isaiah. The magic ball's always amazing. in his hands. He's a one. Right. Mo Cheeks, the ball's always in his hands. Chris he's Paul the one. Is the proto is that, that the modern incarnation that, of that? He's on that line. Th- yeah. And that's what I'm I saying. Agree. I'm saying the problem with these two guys. I agree. You know, Durant doesn't want the ball. I mean, he, he may want the ball, but Durant does not want to be the one. He's not trying to be the one. Well, he's he, seven foot tall, he, crying out loud. Well, magic Durant, magic, magic's like six nine and Durant's six ten. Yeah, but, you know, Kevin Durant's not a ball handler like Magic. Magic had this incredible ability to shield with his body and always be looking up. Kevin Durant is a scorer. He is a he is George Gervin. He is a pure And I was about, that's upper. one thing I was about to say. I was going to, I, later I was going to bring that up. Like He's that? probably got the sweetest jump shot oh. since. Iceman. Oh, it's serious. Since, since the Iceman, oh, he's, he's got the he, he's got the. Oh, but again, the Iceman never won a championship. Well, but you know the Iceman uh, and 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 I mean if if Doctor J hadn't gotten there, I mean those guys were in a different era when there wasn't as much move mobility. Doc didn't have a sweet jump shot. Well, what I'm saying is, like, those guys played in an era. I love Irving Doc. Did. Don't get me wrong. I love Doc. But Doc, I'm not going to, you know, his jump shot was not his setting, game. Setting Irving aside, though, if we're talking just about Gervin, that was an era when there was much less mobility. You couldn't build teams like you can now. So I give them a little bit oh, of because, a pass. Just because of the fact that the owners weren't there willing to free, depart yeah, with their players. Correct. right? So they were a little more locked the into their roster. Yes, yes. You know, nowadays, but Doc revolutionized the, baller, the game. people want to come roll with you, they're going to make it happen, especially after what happened in Miami. I mean, now, now people realize on the player side that they're pretty much in control. And, 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 and you're going where I'm going. That's what I'm saying. Perhaps maybe these uh, Kevin Durant and Westbrook might get a point guard if they could get a point guard like CP3. You know, if they could get a point guard like the kid in uh, uh, in Washington. If you had Tony Parker, James Harden, and Kevin Durant, it's over. It's a, it's a wrap. But I but right now if those two guys remain on the team as it is, and they don't get a real point guard. I don't think they'll ever win a championship. Well, they screwed the pooch when they traded Harden. You know, that was the biggest mistake they ever made because they got nothing for it. And he was willing to take less money and stay. And they really made the call that it was Serge Ibaka instead of James Harden on that squad. And they didn't, I mean, he was already sort of like subjugating his game and stepping back and falling back and letting those other guys be there and then kind of asserting himself when he saw that it was necessary. And now look what he does in Houston. It's amazing what that guy is capable of. He's a great player. He might be the best two guard in the game. Well, here's the thing about it, but... He's uh, you, you keep saying he's a two, but he ends up being a one because they need he's him down the stretch. Well, I'm just saying. Well, I, I know what you're saying, and yeah. I, you know. But anyway, I, I'm I'm glad we got into that, That's man, good. because I'm really worried that Durant, you know, this kind of pressure that's on him, man. It was almost like he's he, he may. I don't think he's going to cave because he's a he's he is a great ball player. Right. But there's another guy out there in Indiana, Hibbert. Hibbert. Uh, where is he at? Is he, I don't know. Is he still in the tournament? I don't even know. Okay, we're going to take this yeah. break because I, I just All need right, to get a little that. water and come back. Yeah, but yeah. you listen to Rail Sports on the Voice of America Never. I got my man in here with me, Doug Mack. Yeah, the Mack man. We'll be back after this break. Is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we we cover everything. everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. 
So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely despise her, especially at 1-2. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine-horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You hear the music, you know the show. You're the real sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, doesn't like it matters. What matters to me is that my man Erica from Rutgers University is back, and I believe he's going to be giving the commencement speech. Uh, according to my man Doug Mack here in the studio with me, but Doug, you, you got something you wanted to yeah, go yeah. ahead. And I mean, is this not good? Is this not good? In three seasons, you win your first season. You win 23 games. That was a lockout, so I guess that's not a fair corollary but uh second season they go 47 and 35 and get into the second round of the playoffs third season they go 51 and 31 the team has not won in consecutive or has not gone to the postseason in back-to-back seasons since 1990 and 1991 i remember those teams really well i was the first time i ever covered a game or covered a team uh was out on the floor for the uh, uh, pre-game shoot around during the second round of the playoffs Billy Owens, Sharonis Marshallonis, Tim Hardaway, Chris Mullen, Mitch Richmond, mm. uh, Tom Tolbert, uh, all the way down, and um, and and Don Nelson was, was the that coach. Don, yeah, Don yeah. was the mm-hmm. coach. That was a great right. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Sonics whooped them. And uh, that was Don, a championship coach, championship player too. Never won a championship as a coach, did he? I think he did with In the Dallas? Celtics. No, was he with the no, Celtics at one time? No, he was uh, Dallas. Only a player and, with the Celtics that won a uh, ring. Yeah, that sounds right. He was Knicks and Celtics. Was he? I don't remember. Him I know he was Celtics. Celtics. Yeah, okay. he was Celtics. Yeah, I don't remember him as a player. I was yeah. just a bit before me. Right, but right. Uh, yeah, those are great teams. And it's been think about that. 1990 and 1991 was the last time that a team went to the playoffs back-to-back in Golden State. Mark Jackson, a man of integrity, a preacher. Yes. Someone who, there's been some, some, some lightning there. There's got to be more of a story. I don't know what he did to the owner's wife or something. I'm not saying sexually, but maybe he, there was like an affront that it was just decided. Because it seemed like the writing was on the wall for a while there. He was gone. And the and, players and, knew it. And they were, yeah, Steph and, Curry and, got and it. You know what was really interesting is the fact that that would even come up during playoff time. Of all times where you want, you know, you always talk about people being focused. You always talk about chemistry. Why is, how does anything like that leak out, if you will, unless you, you purposely do that because you yeah. want to distract the team? And, yeah. and, you know, again, you know what? Here's one thing that I learned in this whole Sterling thing is who really has the power when it comes to sports? And the bottom line really is. It's the fans. That bottom line, it really is the fans. Because well, what power are we what, talking about? The here? power is the power of the almighty dollar. See, because the fans can now, they can be heard. You can't quiet fans anymore because of social media. So if indeed the fans, you know, decide that, guess what? 
we don't want to support that team. And they actually establish themselves in such a way that they don't support that team with their dollars. They don't watch. They don't go to those games. Well, but that's only going to be because they can't win. Well, well, here's the bottom line. What fans I'm, what, don't care. Here's what I'm saying. Well, no, I do. I do think fans care. No, because, they just want to win. Well, and that's what they. That's what I'm saying. They want to win. So if if indeed you got a winner, why are you getting rid of a winner? Makes no sense. That's what I'm saying. It makes no They're sense. They're saying he whatsoever. has an abrasive personality. They're saying he offended people because his cocky, sort of brash demeanor didn't play well. They're saying that he had conflicts with his assistant coaches, so they just felt like they needed to make a change. But how do you make a change when everybody loves the guy? Everybody's got his back in the, on the roster, and he's a winner. All these things that are being said by him, you know, these are people that are who and what. Because, as a matter of fact, you know, who are they? And what are they to this team? Because the simple fact is, you know, Mark Jackson as a ball player was a, a great ball player, you know, for his team. You didn't hear any. He retired as the all-time assistant. You didn't hear anything. You yeah. didn't hear anything about him. No. Nope. And then when he went into the media, he did an excellent job. He and Van Gundy, which I think is going to be very uncomfortable for for Van Gundy, because I don't think that Van Gundy would really, as much as he wants to coach. I'm not sure that position, like to take that job. That's a good job. It's something. It's a good job, That's but it's something job. he's going to be comfortable with because he knows Mark personally. Oh, come on, they don't care. And then not only, well, here's the only he thing about he wouldn't care. Here's the thing about no, because Van Gundy has a sweet job right now. He's making good money. That's the thing about it. See, no, they're talking about Stan. Oh, the big fat dude. I think they are. Hang on, let me ch- let me check. Which one I'm on talking on. about? They're talking about um Stan. Oh, they talking about the big fat Who's dude. Who's in Miami? Man, yeah, man, Jeff's well, brother. Yeah, he's well, a good coach. He's a good coach. Well, those, those Van Gundys know what. Again, doing. you know what? He won too, and they he, got rid of him because he didn't win a championship. Because he was a bit of a jerk. See, well, and a weirdo. Yeah, and he kind of looks like uh, the pizza delivery guy <laughs> who kind of you wonder if he but touched he, your pizza. But 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 you just said he's a good coach. Well, I mean, from I don't really. I mean, I mean, I'm okay. Is some, it a step up from Mark Jackson, uh, or would you know. say it's a lateral step at best? I just don't know why you would allow this to be leaked out during your season of of of, of assertion of ascension. So how much I don't is know, how coaching are you really have about this in the wind when you're in the playoffs? So how, I think it's bad ownership. So how much is coaching really about winning? Did is well, it re- is it really about winning? It's politics, man. It's, it's politics. politics. So man. what's the most important to an owner to win, or that you kiss his butt? Uh, George Carl was the head coach of the Sonics when they got taken out in the second round in like 1993. And there's a bar uh, at the base of the Space Needle called Chicago's. It might still be there. It was there forever. And Wally Walker is a big, a very Christian former ball player. Wally Walker uh, played in Seattle, came in, uh, became the president and GM, uh, ran the team under George or above George. And Wally Walker walks into Chicago's the night that the Sonics were kicked out of the playoffs and lost. And George is apparently on the bar with a shot in both hands, leading the cheers, all love. And Wally Walker walked in and uh, George Carl got, uh, I think he, maybe that was later when he did get fired, actually. That would have been later than 93 because George was there for a while. That's what I'm told is the reason that sort of like foretold the end of George there. So it's politics. He didn't think it was a good look. And he didn't like that he was up there doing those things, and he didn't think that was a representation that he was comfortable with. So, Mark, well, I wouldn't say Mark that. Jackson, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call that politics. I, I wouldn't say this. Well, politics. Mark Jackson is it's, a jerk. It's they the don't brand. like him. It's the brand. That's the brand. You don't want your coach in a bar on the bar holding up shots. You know, that's like the guys making it <laughs> rain. Pretty bad. Yeah, you don't that's want that. I, that's different. But that's like you know. But but George Carl, George Carl, George Carl recently. I think recently when George Carl did get fired. Yeah. Recently from Denver. Yeah. I th- I think they needed to do that because I think that actually. 
he saved his life, man. Yeah, I, well, he had to that was too soon. much stress on him. Yeah. Winning is, is, is too much. And you're laid in the hospital. I've been laid in the hospital in the emergency room. Have you really? Suffering from a cluster headache and worried about, and they call them, by the way, you can look them up. They call them suicide headaches. I'm trying to get out the hospital because I'm scared I'm going to get fined for not being at practice. Wow. I mean, that's the kind of pressure you have. People don't understand some of the pressure. I mean, you got people who are, yeah. their, their wives are actually in the delivery room and they're worried about if I should go to the game or right. if happened I should in, go. Yeah, it happened in baseball. You, you, you see what I'm saying? So there's, there's, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of yeah. things. But then when you do something that just, there's, you know, there's no doubt there's. But, but let me move this subject to one other thing. There was a man that you, you, you mentioned by the name of Bron Bron. Uh, yeah. Who, who did not get the MVP, who, but who was probably, without a doubt, the second one? He was second. Is it, is it without a doubt, um, is, it, is, it, is, it a, is it a show of class or is it a, a lack of that killer instinct? That he said Durant deserved it? Yes. I think it's class. I think he's a class act. I actually respect him. And I think that he said what was true. And it's okay to be classy and honest at the same time uh, fair. What's he going to say? Oh, it's BS, man. Well, that was, you know, and he actually, well, he actually said to one of the reporters why he had to go there. You know, because it's like, even though he won it over you. Right. You know, it's like, you know, why you have to go there? You know, I said. Well, he did he, win he, it over him. He said, but he said he deserved it. Right. And I thought, like you said, I thought that was very classy because one thing as, as a former athlete myself, one thing about it is you, you want to give credit where credit is due. Right. Now, LeBron may still think he's the best player in the world. He does. But. That, so he's not conceding that. No. He's just conceding, okay, well, maybe today, he had a better year. this is the year, maybe he had a better year. Right. Look at, I mean, you look back in those days when we were talking, you talk about Bird and Magic and Isaiah, and uh, then you had Dominique, and you had players that were just incredible, and sometimes guys have a better year. You know what? You know, I, you know, what, you know one I thing? I like Braun. Oh, I, I, I used man, to I hate on him. LeBron. I am all in. That, guy's, that guy's kind of awesome. I'm telling you that I, I really think that LeBron, at the young age that he was, and still happens to be a young man, was ahead of his his game in terms of, you know, they always talk about IQ, basketball IQ. For the simple reason is strategically LeBron realized that if I wanted to be one of these great players, I need to be on a great team. Right. I'm not on a great team, and I may need some other great players. But here's the thing about it. He decided to go with a team that had great players that were humble enough to realize in order for us to, to reach that, uh, that level of which we're going to be looked at as an elite team, that maybe we do have to defer and let each other shine at different moments in time and also defer to the fact that, okay, LeBron, if it's got to be your team, I'm willing to let it be your team, D-Wade. Yeah. Now, and that's the well, problem. That that, that, that's the problem. That in OKC. That's right. I agree with you. And you know, it's interesting you say that because that's a great point. And uh, when, when, when Braun first went to Miami and they couldn't get it right, it was because – Dwayne Wade was still trying to be the guy. And there was that, that moment where eventually he had to kind of, okay – this is his team now. I am second fiddle. And he fought that for two, three years. Right. And, 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 but you know one reason why is I don't because... Think that, but that was age. I, and I don't I, think that Westbrook and Durant have the, the benefit of the calendar because they're, Westbrook still is well, no, that fighting was, that. No, think about it. That was early in LeBron's career. How long? LeBron hasn't been in the league that well, long. That's what I'm saying. Dwayne yeah. was getting to the end of the summer and, and LeBron was starting spring. So there was the, the inevitability of just father time was working to, in their benefit there, to their benefit. Well, I, I, but and but you with, know, with, with Westbrook and Durant, they're on the same calendar. Yeah, and I, and I think, but, but here's the thing about it is that you learn from players that play prior to your coming, if you will. And so, therefore, if these are people that you idolize and you see what works for them, you should be able to do it. Now, also keep in mind this. I think 
although it wasn't, I, I don't know if I would, let's say as, as a tandem or as a team or as triplets, Michael Jordan, Scotty Brooks is in, I mean, uh, uh, Scott, uh, you know his name, is, is in that conversation. Scotty Pippen is in that conversation. But Scotty Pippen was a, a, da- a great basketball player at some point. It was always Michael's team. Drafted by your Seattle Supersonics, by the way, and but, traded on draft day. But, but a great basketball player. Alabama State. One of the greatest of all times. Eh. But had the, had the ego and, and, and understood basketball such that th- this is Michael's team, but Michael can't win this without me, and I can't win it without Michael. Yeah, they figured it out. They, they figured it out from the very, very beginning. If OKC doesn't get out of this this round, they got to get rid of Westbrook. I want to give. I want to get. I want to go to Detroit too because I want to bring Isaiah into this conversation. Another team that figured it out. You know what they figured out? They figured out a strategy. They figured out a strategy of how they're going to beat Chicago. So is is it also a thing where we got to look at Scott Brooks and has Scott Brooks as a coach figured out how does he get out of the you know, semifinals and get into the championship series. Has he has he figured that out as a coach yet? Well, uh, to to be determined. Is he? How much time does he have? They were in the. Fi- you got a guy like they were in you, the finals. You know. Okay. You know. Okay, but you just make a case for why isn't he fired? I'm not trying to get the man fired. I think but, you're actually trying to get him <laughs> fired. No, right? What do you but, got but against Scott Brooks? No, I, I love Scott. I mean, he's played for the Sixers. I mean, and I, I think that was admirable, the fact that he gave Mo, I think he gave Mo Cheeks a job. I think he might bring Mo Cheeks back, who was fired in Detroit after a quarter of the season. I don't even know what, what the was hell. That that? <laughs> Silly. So, so the Scott Brooks, do we, do we need to look at him? Is it Scott's job? Because Scott says Scott this. I think Scott Brooks is to blame for this. I Scott think Russell Westbrook has, well, is Well, Scott has said, Scott is going on record to say, I don't know, you know, all you people are always complaining about I, I think it's pretty, I think they're a pretty talented crew. And they like each other. And that's hard now because if you're going to bust them up after you dished on Harden and it, went, it blew up in your face, now you have a tough thing because Sam Presti, the general manager there, he blew that, the Harden trade. There's no other way of looking at it. It was a disaster. They have nothing to show for James Harden. But they've got just listen. They, they've gotten further than James Harden has gotten with the, with him there. You they gave away that? the best two point, the best two guard in the game for nothing. Okay, uh, just to keep Sir Chewbacca. He was coming off the bench, wasn't he? He was a six man. Yeah, he right. was coming off the bench. But now what I'm saying is you should have found a way to put him in there. You should have made him the point. I'm saying so. Now you're going to try and give up. Another he would have distributed the ball more favorably than Westbrook would. Hey, you put Westbrook on another team, he'll go, he'll go crazy. I mean, if, if, my, if, if, if Russell Westbrook is traded to another team that doesn't have a lot on their roster, he will go out and average a you know, 28 and 11 and 7 boards and 3 rips. I okay, mean, okay. he'll go nuts. Let's let, you, mentioned, you, you, mentioned, you mentioned a name earlier in the show, which I wanted to, I, I wanted to talk about. Uh, just a little bit because he, it, you know, I don't think he's a West Westbrook because the the noise you hear is a different kind of noise. But you mentioned Melo. Could Westbrook win any place else? Could because you don't think West because you don't think you don't you 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 don't think that Melo's a winner. Do you think Westbrook can win any place else? I do. I think you. I think there's a chance that OKC could sort it out. I'm not saying it's a complete disaster. I'm saying if it doesn't happen this year, they need to reevaluate. I don't know the answer to that question, Ray, but I will say this much: I think Russell Westbrook is a winner. I think he's an absolute monster, and his physical and his just kind of the anger he plays the game with. It's the coach. Is incredible. It's the coach. It is. I'm going to tell you. Okay, I, you so know, this I don't is wanna... it. Uh, FireScottBrooks.com. It's uh, Ray. Yeah, Ellis I think. Website, I, 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 and, I think. Uh, and here's the only thing about it: we're going to take this break. But I think Scotty just has to put his big boy pants on and just say, Wes, hey, Russell, you've got to play a different game 
I'm, and, and if we're going to win, if you, you want to win, you got to ask him. Well, what ask are you going to tell him? Uh, what, the, what we're going to tell him, we'll tell him on the other side of this break because we're going to take a break. forward to that. It's <laughs> we'll a good right tease, right? <laughs> You're listening to Ray Allen Sports on the Voice America Network. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Hi, I'm Ed Krell, CEO of Destination Maternity. We proudly support the March of Dimes' work to reduce the rate of premature birth. The numbers have gone down in the past five years, but still, nearly half a million babies are born too soon in the United States each year. We're helping the March of Dimes fund cutting-edge research and community programs to help more moms have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit MarchofDimes.com. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> All right, we're back here. This is the Real Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. My man Eric up there will be doing the. Uh, Mentor speech for the University of Rutgers. Uh, my man Doug E. Mack wants to know what the hell's going on with college football contract, coach's contract being extended 10 years That's just out. weird. Uh, it, yeah, you know, I, you know, Doug, you know, I have a, a, a personal, there's not, I have a personal interest in this whole thing. Uh, For you know, the at, at, Ohio State well, University, as, as, as an individual who's a former player who is part of a, a lawsuit that's that's in the courts to this to this day about uh, about the, the, the use the, no the uses of likeness. Well, head coaches, it comes into play because uh, there's a lot of revenue that's generated, and some of that could be dispersed amongst current and former athletes uh, that they're <laughs> divvying up. And well, yeah, and they, we should take it away from the coaches. True. No, Man, have you seen the money? Oh, who cares? Who cares? There's the pl- a lot more where that came from. No, that's exactly right. Yeah, it doesn't but matter. You got to take it from the coaches. A coach needs $5 million to coach amateurs. Actually, if you look at the numbers, the impact that those guys have, when it goes well, they're underpaid. Who? Nick Saban is underpaid. At $5 million? Underpaid. If Nick... Nick Saban generates no, no, Nick, here's, tens listen, of millions here's, of dollars of revenue for that for that school. And how many of his athletes have contributed to that as well? well that's a different conversation. Okay, all right. We're going to leave that one yeah. go because I'm not allowed to talk so about So NFL that. draft. So anyway, uh, no, but let's just talk about it at the end. Uh, we talked a little bit about Russell Westbrook and, and Scott, but I, here's what I'm I don't want to take the pressure off the coach. Okay. Scott's got to get it right. Fire Scott Brooks. He's got to don't get it no, give him a chance to get it right. 
But you've got two. You've got you got you've had too long. I get it to get it right. Okay, okay. now firescottbrooks.com. Okay. Okay. No, we're not firescott. We're giving a chance to get it right because Mark Jackson and 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 they Mo could Cheeks, fire Scott it, Brooks and give his money to the college players. He doesn't have any college players. Oh yeah, team. well, just coach money. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let, let's talk about the man who's been talked about so much, Johnny Football. You taking oh, yeah. number one? Ah, uh, no. Why? Because Jadavian Clowney is too special. <sighs> Jadavian Clowney ran the same exact forty time. At six foot five and three quarters, two hundred and sixty-six pounds, ran the same exact four seven four as the number one rated running back in the draft, Bishop Sankey from Washington. The exact same forty. If that is unbelievable. He's not playing running back. That, that's what I'm saying. He's a freak. Yeah. He is too special to not draft. Okay, so let me ask them. And you motivate him up. Come so on. if you're, you're if you're if you're Chucky, coach you're, him up. Chucky says that uh, he likes Johnny Football. I love Johnny Football. Well, Texas looks like they need a, 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 a they need a quarterback. Texas well, you need can a quarterback. get a quarterback later in the draft. Uh, and so, are you saying that we should do what? How about if, if you're t- okay? Now, here's the thing: I'm saying about you don't want to be the guy that passed on J- Jadavion Clowney. That's okay. All I'm so saying. then, okay, so why would they consider? Would you consider if you're the Texans? Would you consider trading your pick? Yeah. Well, why would you? Tra- okay, now if you got two great players, you well, got no, no, actually, Excuse me. No, no, I would not consider that. I would draft Jadavion Clowney. To me, it's a very simple situation. This guy comes around once in ten years. He is an unbelievable specimen. And this isn't Mike Mamula. This isn't a guy who just combined it. This is a guy who plays really well when he is in the right situation and when he is motivated up. And I just, I don't think it's even that so tough. So I don't the, think it's even close. The it's tape Jadavion says, and everybody else. Tape says, pick him. Pick him number one. I do, do that 474 says a lot. Too. And, then who, and, then you got, and then you got who you got on the other side of, you know, to match up with him. J.J. Watt. Obviously, you got the Best defensive line. You're talking about steel curtain, something like that, huh? You're talking about, yeah, you're talking about like the, 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 the claw, the steel Fierce claw coming yeah. off the edge, man. It's a steel trap. Johnny football, you know. My, I love Johnny my, football. My, my old team's been, their name, they've been thrown around a little bit. Cle- I hear Cleveland that. Browns looking at Johnny football. I hear that. Uh, let me ask you something. Do you, do you pick a player to sell seats? Yes. Is that what this is about now? You're, you, no. you want to put butts in seats. I think he's a. I think he's a good. Fo- I think he's a good fit, fit in Cleveland because you know people underestimate his arm strength. That guy can make all the throws in that ba- that bad weather at the mistake by the lake. I I don't I don't think yeah. that he can't make those throws. He's got he got big and, arm. And, and based upon the statistics that, that people have done, you know, in the pocket he's been very successful. We can we know once he's on the move he's. But I really I, actually I'm, he's I'm, not I'm, as effective on the run as people think he is. He, his his percentage on the run was was significantly uh, worse than Bortles and well, here, a number of other. Here's players. what I'm more concerned. I, like I, I really Bortles. I really am concerned about you know how can you really justify picking him when there really is a chance when you're really concerned the number one concern that you have about him is his durability. Do you like him? I like him. Would you take him? Uh, mm, no, I'm not sure I would. Who would you take? Um. On that first pick, mm-hmm. oh, you you got to go with Clowney, man. You really do. You got. I mean, there's well, no. no th- I'm saying Cleveland. Where are they at the four? Oh, Cleveland had the four. No, well, that's a different story. Well, if Clowney's still Clowney's there. Clowney's not going to be. It, there's no. Okay, Ray. <laughs> Clowney's if, not going to be. Clowney is not drafted yeah. number one overall in this draft. I am going to shave my left calf. Okay, now don't back out like, the, like you know you know the, the commercial <laughs> okay. on TV when yeah. it happens. Don't back out. Okay. I, I, I there's just, no way he doesn't go first. I, but you know what? If I'm if I'm Cleveland, I, I think Cleveland will do this. I think Cleveland, if he's there, I think they got to take him. I think they do, too. I think they got to take it'd him. Be, I, I, I really do. It'd be a cool guy to root yeah, for, yeah, man. Yeah, and it, 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 would, now it would be hard. The, the place that you want, you do not want to be in. It's going to sell seats. The Texans, you really don't want to be in a Texans position. Why? Because you need a quarterback. You need a quarterback. But then you got this guy, you know, Clowney, who's sitting there, who's like, 
the freak of nature that you never you're never going to see again and uh, ever. I mean, Lawrence Taylor is probably in terms of potentially what you see. I'm, I'm, is, is, I'm is not a, saying he'll be that. I mean, Lawrence Taylor, come on. That's what I'm saying. He's like I, a cross I'm, a, I'm a guy. I'm a guy like who a, was, Lawrence Taylor was a linebacker. Yeah, he was Taylor, a gunner. A linebacker. He was a gunner. Yeah, he's, he on was the a, he was a whip. He's like, he's, a, he's out there where the sprinters are on the punt. I'm like, what the hell? He, I said, man, you, you know you're supposed to be in there, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Well, but Jadavion's a cross between LT and Reggie White in his best case scenario. Whoa. Whoa. Now that's scary. That's unbelievable. Now, if you're not listening, that's okay. like a superhero. Now you're putting too much pressure on him. I'm just saying that's way too much pressure. I know he won't live up to it, but his that's skill set thing. is ridiculous. That's another thing. Do you take a Do you take a one? I heard the Dallas Cowboys thinking about Johnny Football. Do you take a one, a first round draft pick, and he's a project? Somebody who's named Johnny Football? Do you set him behind? Could you imagine? Wait a second. Wait, wait a second. Time out. He he won the Heisman as a freshman, and then he had a better season the next year. What project are you are you? Uh, a, a if he goes to if he to goes him. to the Dallas Cowboys, he's a project because they're not going to bench Tony Romo. Well, he's not a project. He's a, a kid who can sit for a year or two and learn that's and pro- then come that's, in. That's a project. A project needs work. He he needs some work. He, okay. he, he, he pretty good. Yeah, he needs some work. Get up under center, drop back. You know, well, yeah, and read you know. defense. Well, he's not like a. You're not like you got to like rebuild the guy or something. I mean, you just well, got to tell him to get down and stop getting hit. That's well, what I'm worried. about. Well, that's something that's hard to do when that's the way you've been playing your your entire life. That's how you play the game. But let me ask you something. If you're Dallas, do you really do you think Tony no. Romo is that strong mentally that you could have those people in there hollering, Johnny? Well, no, Johnny. Yeah, in Texas, Johnny. the guys in Texas. Oh my, it would be terrible. It'd be it'd be politically disastrous. So why? Are they, okay, so they're not really. going to do that. They're going to draft Dayon Buchanan, the safety outstanding safety from Washington State University, if they know what's good for him. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, that position of safety is a little different than it used to be. You know, the, the safety used to be somebody who could p- patrol the secondary and, like, take some people's head off nowadays. Now you need a guy who can really play the pass and, and can catch the ball and, and make some plays cover, for you. Who can yeah, cover. who can cover, yeah. Earl Thomas. Yeah, you need, you, that's what you got to have. Yeah. And, and I'm not sure. Damn I'm not Buchanan sure there's a lot of them out thump. there, man. Yeah, ha Ha Clinton Dix is good. Oh, yeah, he's good. Damn Buchanan is good. There's that kid from uh, Vautech whose name escapes me right now. He's a good. Uh, you know, we'll a good, there's we'll a lot see. of good people in this well, draft. It's going to be a fun draft. There's a lot of, I and can't I, wait. But, but, but you're saying Clowney's going number one. And if the Seahawks don't draft an offensive tackle, I'm going to write a harshly worded letter to John Schneider. Why do you guys need a tackle? We need to get bigger and uglier up front. You just want a Super Bowl. We need offensive tackle. You don't want to change. Oh, we just need to get more depth at the, at the line. If you don't remember last season when, when there was a spell when Russell Wilson was running for his life, it was all because <laughs> the offensive line was I, so injured. I, well, I think Russell was running for his life because he just was really trying to improvise. Really. No, it was, it was, it was because he had no a, protection. Yeah, but, you know. No, it was. It was seriously like they need help up front. They'll go offensive line first round. I, I, I think Russell likes to be on the move. I think he likes to be on the move because you don't know what he's going to do, man. He could throw. He well, could he made the best of the circumstances, but the bottom line was they were starting a seventh-round draft pick. Like they that. drafted as a defensive lineman. Hey, don't, go hard. To an don't, don't go hard on the seventh-rounders. Was that you? No, no. Was that you? I'm next to Mr. Irrelevant. What, were you? I, what, was, what round was that? I, that was 12. You were the what pick? Next to I was what a number though. My number, I, my, my number is three thirty one. You were three hundred and thirty five. Three thirty one. That's my number. You were Mr. Next to Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> Penultimate irrelevant. Next to so I'm relevant. Okay, hey, I'll tell you relevant. what is relevant. The fact my relevant. man Dougie Mac joined me in the studio today. I appreciate that. Thanks, Dougie Ray. Mac will be back the next time, and so will I. You listen to Real Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters, and I'll see you next time which will be the best time.
you for spending this hour with Ray Ellis Sports. We hope that you've enjoyed today's conversation. For more information and to write Ray, visit RayEllisSports.com. That's RayEllisSports.com. Be sure to join us again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Sports Channel.